This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. A great night for Liverpool's first team and a great night for Liverpool's academy. I'm Paul Wheelock and welcome to the post-game podcast to react to the 1-0 win over Ajax at Anfield that ensured Jurgen Klopp's side have booked their place in the Champions League last 16 with a game to spare. And the win also proved that Liverpool's youth section continues to flourish. When Alisson Becker was ruled out before the match, it meant that Klopp was without nine first-team players. But such is the faith that the Liverpool manager has in the talent emerging from the academy Instead of replacing Alisson with Adrian, he went with Quiven Kelleher. And the 22-year-old Republic of Ireland international certainly did not let Klopp down on a night also to remember for Curtis Jones, who settled the match with his first Champions League goal for the club. So after that frustrating and infuriating afternoon at Brighton, this is a very happy post-game podcast. As always, we'll hear from our regular fan contributors, but we'll start at Anfield, firstly with the verdict of the Liverpool Echo's Liverpool FC correspondent Paul Gorst, and then Jurgen Klopp's post-match press conference in full. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Liverpool are through to the knockout stages of the Champions League for the fourth successive season after a 1-0 win here at Ajax at Anfield. Um, Atalanta's 1-1 draw with FC Michelin confirms Liverpool as Group D winners and sees them into the hat and neon in two weeks' time. Uh, it was Curtis Jones' winner that eventually gave the Reds the win uh, on a night when Cueven Kelleher started ahead of Adrian for the hamstrung Alisson Becker. A uh, big couple of weeks for the Irishman now who could play a part against Wolverhampton Wanderers on Sunday evening. Um, the Irishman on the Champions League debut no less was excellent. Uh, he pulled off one or two really good saves to the Ajax who, who pushed Liverpool throughout and we're pressing for a late equaliser with Klaasjan Huntelaar when he had a close uh, from close range. The Irishman made a great save to keep Liverpool and his clean sheet. Uh, Nico Williams was also excellent throughout. It was another um, fine performance from him down the right side, uh, and he got himself an assist for Jones's goal just before the hour mark. Um, goalkeeper Andre Onana completely misjudged it, and uh, Jones snuck in the back to tap home and uh, eventually give Liverpool the win. So. A proud night for Liverpool's academy, um, three of their uh, starlets, their graduates, uh, starring for the first team on a Champions League night, a night that sends Liverpool into the hat, into the last 16. Um, no injuries for, for Liverpool to report back on, which is a rarity, given the amount of players who were dropping in Jürgen Klopp's first team these days. Andy Robertson did have an ankle problem in the first half, but he managed to complete the game. Uh, Liverpool head um, into the knockout stages, as we say, for the fourth successive season. They're in the hat on December the 14th from Switzerland. And uh, now attention returns to Premier League action when they host Wolves on Sunday evening. It's finished here, Liverpool 1, Ajax 0. How much of a relief was it to get the win tonight in what was such an open game? Massive, massive. I'm not surprised it's an open game. It was an open game. I'm actually over the moon. But uh, the attitude and the character we showed tonight, that was all about. This is not a moment of the year for us not um, to, to play b- 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 football. Um, especially not with an opponent like Ajax. We had a football moment, great football moments, could have scored early. Did not defend it well, which is a big part of football. Uh, had counted attacking chances and football chances in the, in the second half. Scored a wonderful goal and had to defend with all we have. That's how it is in that part of the group stage for Ajax. They were in the game, they, I think they, they must have thought it's all or nothing pretty much. Um, that's how they changed. They had all their strikers, I think, on the pitch in the end. Um, and so I'm very, very, very happy about the result and the performance um, in the circumstances. We are great. 
What did you make of, of the goal itself? Because it was a, a lovely finish from Curtis, but but to be given that opportunity by a top quality goalkeeper like Anana must have been a bit of a surprise. No, yeah, it was a. I, I honestly, it's a. It was a good cross. It was a good cross from from Nico because it's not a cross direct to, to, to the goalie. It's for the goalie. It's a tricky situation. We go there. It's usually it's a ball. In the end, it's a goalie kick because no player um, reacts on these balls, but they are very important balls behind the, behind the last line. And Curtis, well, I have to watch it back. I had not the best position, obviously, in the stadium to to see that goal exactly. A lot of um, Ajax players were in between me and the ball, but I saw when it was in the net, and that's enough information for me. And at the other end, um, some brilliant saves from Keller. How, how pleased were you with with him on his Champions League debut tonight? Top, 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 top. It's a situation where I have to say um, was not the. So it was easy to decide for for Cueve because he just deserves it, but it was difficult to decide against Adrian because Adrian did really well for us, I have to say, um, and um, a lot of clean sheets other season last year, um, Super Cup final, and all these kind of things did really a good job. But tonight we needed the the package of Cueve, and Cueve is a, a top talent anyway, but a really good shot stopper and a top footballer. So like, and we needed that, but for the pressing of Ajax. Um, we needed his chips from him um, in the half spaces and these kind of things. So that was really good. But of course, in the end, it's all about saving, um, keep the ball out of the net. And he did that at least twice in an exceptional manner. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he will either way sleep really well tonight or not at all. Not, but um, both, he will enjoy, enjoy both. Hey, Tom King, please. Yeah, uh, yeah, again. Um, you said briefly to the TV that this is one of the um, one of the top top nights in Europe you've had since you've been here, and the way you reacted at the end, you could you could see how much it meant to you. I mean, it's a big statement, you know, when you consider you've had PSG, um, Spartak Moscow, Napoli, all those sorts of big ch- uh, group nights. Yeah, they're, they're all great. They're all great, but it was all in different circumstances. That's how it is. So yeah. we had supporters in. So we, we don't have to. If somebody tells, yeah. Things now that I like that more than um, a game with our supporters. That's of course not the case, but we don't have no, supporters no, well, in the stadium. We don't have supporters in the stadium, and then the difficult situation we are in, um, and then um, winning that game one 0 um, making a lot of changes. Rob Orb, massive knock on his ankle, first half, knee a strapping, knee another strapping, half time, hand a proper knock in his back. Ginny played game number. I don't want to say it because uh, I just hope it can he can carry on. So um, the kids played exceptional. The front three defended like devils from all from all directions. Uh, that, that's all so important. And the two in the center and two center halves were there when we needed them. Um, it's not that we played now the best football ever. It's about this is the situation you're in. That's what you make of it. In the end. You're top of the group after match day five. We've never been that before. So that's really good. And for us, unbelievable good. Yeah. And you said about the proper proper knocks for, for Jordan and, and, and Robbo. How sort of serious are they? Can they be managed before the weekend? Is it a, a case of assessing them tomorrow and see how they've they, settled? Naya, nah. I, I, they both played through. So I would say. Maybe we have now two days more than we had last week until the next game. So I, I, I think we can, but I don't know. With things like this, 
what is it um, show up the next day slightly different but I'm, I'm, I'm in a moment I'm rather positive about it but I, I don't know um, but that's a problem of um, the next few days and not tonight The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo Jürgen, quite rightly there, very happy indeed. And so too are regular fan callers. We've got the pleasure of listening to five of them tonight, starting with Ross Strachan and then Lauren Black. 1-0 victory tonight. Liverpool, top of the group, qualified with a game to spare. Decent game of football there tonight for Ajax. Very good side. Played the game the right way. Pass it well. They weren't afraid to play out from the back. Keeper from the keeper all the way. They were playing football the right way, and it was a good. It was a good game of football. It was pretty end to end. We had some good early chances. There was the Jones chance very early on. The other Jones chance also early on. I think he rattled the post. They had some chances at the other end, and yeah, it was the long range effort, and yeah, it was decent, decent, uh, decent game of football. Both teams went at it, and you're thinking there's going to be more goals going into that second half. Liverpool have made the breakthrough. Curtis Jones, I've I've talked about this man many a times. Such such a prospect, such a player, and he's always he's always capable of a goal. You know, he, he should have probably scored in that first half and read it so well. Obviously, the keepers made a bit of a howler, come flying out, and but. You've got to give Jones a bit of credit there. He's he's gambled in at the back post, and it was a tight little finish. And he's he's, he's finished it with his, the outside of his right foot. And yeah, so pleased for him. It, he's got a big future. This Curtis Jones, he really has. If he if, if this lad was you know from another country, you know a foreign Brazilian or something like that, people would be raving about him. Believe me. A local lad in the side, 19 years of age, all the ability in the world, got an eye for goal. He's, he, to me, he's got the lot and he just grows and grows game by game and so pleased for him today, so pleased for him to get the goal. Obviously, got to mention the keeper who's come in, Kelleher. I thought he was good, obviously. Yeah. Wasn't tested loads of times, but everything he'd done was correct. Everything he'd done was simple. No, that's all you've got to do. No silly mistakes. Don't take any silly gambles. Made a very important save late on, and it was a good save as well. Uh, from Hunter Live, it was very late on, 87, 88 minutes, when they could have nicked a point. And so that's a real positive, yeah, because Adrian has struggled when he's came in. So maybe he's gone up the pecking order, this young lad, and he could be our number two. So that's a real positive. And also, I think someone who's come over a lot of stick, Nico Williams, thought he really grew into the game today. A little bit ragged again, early doors, but he grew into the game and a lot more influential. Defense defensively looks a lot better because when all said done, he has struggled. Brutally honest, he struggled the last few weeks positionally, and obviously it's hard. Just we're changing the team, we're changing the defence week in, week out, and he's not playing with a settled side, he's playing with young centre backs. But he was yeah, he was excellent tonight. So pleased for him. Um he's a de- decent deputy f- for Trent Arnold until he comes back. So yeah, positive night in the end. Decent game of football for once. Um the other team were, were positive, we were positive, so yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, 
we can now obviously is it Michelin sometime next week we can play whoever we want really we can play the kit man we can play Klopp can have a game if he wants we can just need to rest everyone wrap them up in cotton wool we've got Wolves on Sunday evening so bit of a few bit of a rest till then and then from the Wolves game we can leave everyone behind take the kids whatever I'm sure Klopp will have a plan now doesn't matter it's actual dead rubber and yeah it's worked out nicely so all in all, good night's work, 1-0. Looking forward to the game Sunday now. Come on, Reds. Lauren Black here to give my thoughts. After Liverpool beat Ajax 1-0 at Anfield to go through to the round of 16 in the Champions League. Um, I think it was a really good night for Liverpool tonight, um, a good night for the academy as well with some top performances from Curtis Jones, Nico Williams and Kelleher in goal. Um, Williams... Hasn't had the best of um, time lately and it's fair to say that he's got some really big f- shoes to fill in Trent Alexander-Arnold at right back but this evening he was up against a great player in, in Neres and the 19-year-old was able to just keep up with him and, you know, had some good moments. Um, a great assist from him too for Curtis Jones's goal and that's what we like to see from our full-backs and we all know that he's more than capable of pulling off that passes because... We've seen it before, especially last season and in games, so that'll definitely give him a confidence boost going forward. Um, I mentioned Curtis Jones then, um, another brilliant performance from him, from him and he, he got his first Champions League goal and the all-important goal to seal the three points for us. And I feel like no matter what midfield three you put him in, he's able to do the job and do it well and it's just so exciting to see a young Scouts are coming up through the ranks and performing well because that's what we like to see as Liverpool fans. And then obviously Kelly here in goal, what a save from him towards the end there from Huntelaar. But also some really decent saves throughout the, the entire match. Um, there was one in the first half from a long range shot and then a couple more after that. So um, I tweeted saying that it gave me pro- Alisson versus Napoli vibes from last season. You know, probably not quite the same weight on it, but still a massive moment in the game. And you know, it's really nice that we've seen him in action now in a big match and and a, a much needed win um, from the team. And we've seen him, and we know when called upon in the future that we probably won't have as as many nerves as we maybe did two hours ago. Um, one good thing. It was the fact that, you know, we didn't have any injuries coming out of this game. Obviously, we don't know what will happen with Robertson after that little niggle, but it's a it's a big deal now looking at our starting 11 each week as we never know who's going to appear. And obviously, we had the whole Alisson um, situation before tonight's game. So I was happy to see the likes of Robertson and Juan Alderman and Henderson and Fabinho and those players get through another 90 minutes unscathed um, obviously like I said it'd be interesting to see if anything happens with Robbo and whether he's rested at the weekend or not but um, yeah fingers crossed that there's no injuries coming out of this match and I think it was also great to see Fabinho and Matup get another 90 minutes under their belt together um, that's obviously our defensive partnership going forward for the foreseeable future so the more games they play together the better the understanding we'll probably get between the two of them Um. Wolves up next, big game um, on Sunday evening. Um, it'll be nice to see fans sitting inside Anfield again, again for those who are lucky enough to go. And yeah, it'll be weird, but it'll also just be really nice to see a bit more, a bit more, more normality at, at, at football games. But yeah, fingers crossed the team can do the business and hopefully get another three points on the board. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.
Thank you to Lauren and Ross and thank you for listening. Our next podcast should be out around 4pm UK time on Thursday and it will bring together the Liverpool.com writers for their weekly show. But before I say bye for now, here's what Matt Whitty, Steve Dawson and Mark Baker made of the win over Ajax. Well, Liverpool top the group and go through to the knockout stages of the Champions League. And given the injuries that we've got at the moment and how thick and fast the games are coming, we uh, we could really, uh, well, we really did need that uh, sort of game off next week against Mittyland, where I'm certain Klopp will rotate heavily um, in, in that game. Uh, I thought tonight um, it was... Uh, a tale of uh, of three three youngsters really. I thought in goal, Quiven uh, Kelleher did really really well, made some uh, good saves, uh, look pretty straightforward, and a sensational save from the experienced Huntelaar at the end uh, after a after a really really powerful header from from close range that he tipped over that probably would have given Ajax a, a very late equaliser. And meant that there was a bit more uncertainty about uh, where Liverpool finished in the group, even if um, we still would have gone through with a with a draw. I thought at right back, um, uh, uh, Nico Williams did did really well after a difficult game at the weekend. Um, I thought he you could sort of see him learning from his mistakes, not diving in, and clearly it was his cross that led to the. Winning goal from the third third youngster, Curtis Jones, um, who I uh, thought he was brilliant all night, Curtis Jones. Uh, I thought he was energetic in midfield. I thought his touch, his control um, was brilliant throughout. He was very, very unlucky not to score after hitting the post in the first few minutes and also had a sighter uh, with his left foot that was straight at the keeper. And it was a really, really smart finish. Um, gambling on uh, the keeper missing it or there being a mistake, and uh, nobody, nobody else really thought that would gonna be, that would have happened from the uh, from the more experienced Danua in goal for Ajax, but he just bizarrely just just left it. I couldn't really understand what what the keeper was doing, but he left it. Uh, Jones was there to 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 tap in with the outside of his foot and made it look very very straightforward to give us the points. And yeah, we're through. Didn't seem to pick up any injuries. Robbo seemed to run off his his knock, and yeah. Uh, yeah, fantastic result. Steve Dawson on Liverpool's win over Ajax at Anfield. This ended up being a very satisfying night. First of all, to get the win, um, secure qualification now to the knockout stage. Very valuable for Liverpool because it means in that last game we can rest players, um, put out uh, a side that will not impact our league games to follow uh, and that that is big news at this time where we're struggling to get healthy players on the pitch having said that probably the the other most satisfying aspect of the evening was how our young players have come in in this kind of mini crisis situation that we're having in terms of getting personnel out there and three of them in particular putting in a a wonderful performance First of all, in goal, Kelleher. What a wonderful surprise that is for many of us. I think he's he's really putting his case there for for securing himself as Liverpool's number two goalkeeper. Good shot stopper, gathered uh, a couple of high balls well. Very very tidy distribution with the ball at his feet at times. I thought um, even a little bit raised my eyebrows. A couple of times that I thought he was probably taking um, a risk in being a little bit too casual, but 
just very accomplished in his distribution and that was that was very very satisfying indeed clean sheet of course superb i've been critical of neko williams i thought this was by some distance his best performance in a liverpool shirt capped of course by the assist with his left foot by the way but um defensively you know he worked very hard to recover possession i thought his distribution was fine um very very nice to see it it gives a lot more confidence that we do have a a genuine replacement for Trent when Trent's injured or, or needs a bit of a rest. Um, as I've said, I think there's still some development there. This is one good performance um, within a, a series of performances that haven't been exemplary. But, you know, there's progress to be made for him. He's young, needs experience. And this shows me that there's that there's still good some potential for us to focus on and be very satisfied with. And then, of course, Jones uh, to score the goal, um, a genuine a genuine starter when needed now. Curtis Jones and uh, against opposition like Ajax just shows that he's he's got great confidence. Could have had a couple of goals in the first few minutes, couldn't he? Um, one in particular that hit the post. Uh, another one, a left-footed effort that I think was saved, it ran the corner by the goalkeeper so you know three young players that really stepped up for Liverpool and this on a day when I think I think our, I think Salah and, and Mane in particular weren't so impressive um, Salah yeah n- n- nothing particularly disastrous in terms of his performance but he didn't finish when we needed him to I thought Mane was was slightly off it today he did some good defensive work but I wasn't happy with the little slash to the face of his opponent in the dying moments there. He had two cracks at him, actually. He was lucky to stay on the field. I think it probably proved to be quite a frustrating evening for for Mane. I think their central defenders dealt with him quite handily on occasion. I think that's probably why he was in the mood to lash out towards the end there. Firmino made a, um, a, a good... Uh, a good transition when he came on. It was it was a good substitution, and um, Firmino I think helped things an awful lot with his selflessness and his touches. That little dribble he had up the field when he he fed Mane for the, with the through ball. Such a good player to be able to introduce, isn't he? No question. I also thought Genie Wijnaldum had a super game, just looking after the ball, taking care of it, shielding it well. In the end, yeah, very satisfying. Very very happy with that. Uh, the, the big bonus is that we can we can rest those players on match day six. Uh, I'll be interested to see what the lineup is. Um, I think we can now focus on the league for a little while, and it's a question of just getting through these games now, isn't it? Until we get some of these injured players back. Uh, yeah, good, excellent three points. Very happy with this. At Galasahi on Twitter, G U L A S A H I. Mark Baker reflecting on Liverpool versus Ajax in the Champions League. A massive result for me for Liverpool. Obviously sandwiched in between all kinds of games and an Ajax side by all accounts who coming into the game in really good form. And I think for a lot of the game they showed that in the way the capacity to keep hold of the ball, dominate large spells in possession. Always look comfortable, relaxed and not overawed by the occasion. And it was always going to be a difficult game for Liverpool. And I felt that 
if Ajax had scored the first goal, it could have turned into a really, really difficult night because I think it would have been difficult in the way that Ajax play and with the confidence that they came into the game for Liverpool to fight the way back from that position. Obviously, a Liverpool side, which is decimated of some of its um, biggest tools. So I think within the game, I felt Ajax dominated a lot positionally, especially in the first half of the pitch with their position of their players on the field. And I think, again, it showed Liverpool... I mean, everyone talks about Van Dijk and obviously best centre-half, best defender in world football for me. But what's not mentioned a lot is his capacity on the ball and how much he gives Liverpool when they are building up in their final third because his ability to play longer raking passes uh, with his laces, especially out to the right-hand side of the pitch, often get Liverpool out of a lot of situations in which they're pressured by the opposition. And that variety in his game means that sometimes you feel Liverpool are boxed in and then suddenly with that variety in the the execution of the pass allows Liverpool to to spring attacks to the forward players and hit the forward players, especially Salah in that right-hand side position. Even Joe Gomez, I mean, where Van Dijk excels in in the longer, more aerial balls, Gomez is is very adept at playing balls with the, the sole of his foot breaking lines into the midfield. I mean, Matip, to be fair, is quite a good player at that as well. But I felt, obviously, with the, the combination not being there of Van Dijk and the different range of pass he can offer, it does make Liverpool have a little bit more trouble, well, definitely more trouble, in trying to build the game, especially against the team, who are a compact, well-organised positionally, which means they cut off a lot of passing lanes. Obviously, you'd add to that, obviously, Trent Alexander-Arnold being out from the right-hand side, who's such a, uh, almost like a skeleton key in the way Liverpool have possession in, in his ability to play cross-field balls or balls directly into the feet of the forward players to, again, get them from one section of the pitch to the other. So that was my big feature of the game, and I suppose it'll continue to be a feature, obviously, Van Dijk for the long term, and obviously Alexander-Arnold's going to be out for a few weeks. And for Liverpool to find a way to win the game with all the changes involved, with the amount of minutes that some of the players have had to put in, and also the changes in the units of the team and the, and the relationships on the pitch meant that I felt it was such a big result and now gives Liverpool the opportunity to rest players for the last group game, safe in the knowledge that they're through. And I think it'll be wholesale changes for that game. Massive uh, credits, obviously, must go to Curtis Jones for the finish. I think he's a real player, Curtis Jones. And what a difficult finish to be able to take that at first time with the outside of his right boot, obviously a stronger foot. I don't think it can be underestimated how difficult that was and, and how easy he made it look. And I think with Curtis Jones, I think obviously it, within the youth teams and the younger age groups, without having watched a great deal of that football, you can tell what kind of profile he had. You could tell that he almost would be comfortable in a number 10 role probably the outstanding player of the age group, which meant that he could almost be the, the free man on Liverpool's side, occupy higher positions as a midfield player, and maybe got a bit more licence to do that. I know he often played off the left-hand side of a front three as well, and you can see that he's very very loose in his game, his natural instincts in terms of always wanting to get forward, always wanting to link with the forward players. And I felt that was a great demonstration today in his anticipation for the goal in 
that he sniffs out opportunities and he's always a goal threat. And I think the question was always going to be with a player like Curtis Jones, who you look at and probably, like I say, more of your conventional, uh, off the cuff, almost almost a, a luxury number 10 player, is if he could adapt and fit into Klopp's three-man midfield system. And I've been really impressed with the way he's done that, the discipline in his game and almost the almost the adapting his game to, to act more like an experienced pro in his decision-making and his positions he takes up out of possession. And I think that that would have been one of the factors, if not the biggest factor, that Klopp had to, to think about when um, thinking if, if Jones could be a regular or a regular contributor to the squad in terms of the first 11. And I think he's shown that. And with that extra bit of quality he possesses in the final third of the pitch to create and get on the end of opportunities... I can just see him being a really important player for the Liverpool in the years to come and obviously is a massively important player for Liverpool at this moment in time, especially with the options limited in midfield. So massive plaudits to him tonight. The goalkeeper obviously did fantastically in terms of the save at the end of the game, Keevan Kelleher. Also his all-round game though, I think one of the big things for me when Adrian's came into the side of the place, Alisson, is he's almost got a frantic nature about his game in that you never feel that he exudes confidence or calmness to his back four. The ball at his feet always looks a technical struggle when you watch him. And I think the biggest thing for Kelleher today coming into the side was he was the exact opposite. I felt there was a real calmness and assurance about him within his 18-yard box and with his decision-making as well. And I think for a young keeper to show that level of experience in, in his mannerisms on the pitch was the biggest thing that I'll take out of it. Obviously, the save at the end were point-blank range was fantastic, but I think his overall game would mean that there's no question in my mind that you would you would play him on a regular basis now if the goalkeeper's going to be injured for a considerable period of time. And finally, just touching on the, the other young player, Necho Williams. I mean, he's struggled lately, there's no doubt. He's looked, he's looked way below the level. But you have to remember how young the player is and, and any judgments that are going to be made about him is far too early to be made. And you can see he's lost confidence over the last couple of weeks and you know with things that probably used to come natural to him when he had the ball. He's now thinking about too much. And I mean, listen, it wasn't a great cross for the goal. Obviously, off the left foot, Jones has made sort of out of it. But I thought his general performance was really, really good. And I felt really pleased for him, really, because... I don't think you can underestimate how difficult it is coming into that environment. It's probably been an outstanding play at your age group and then suddenly you're second-guessing your every touch at, at elite level, working with players who, who won the lot, really. And there's no question, I mean, he's got good athleticism, excellent technique, especially some of his turning techniques, his outside hook and his, his Cruyff turn, for example. You can see that, and even his crossing ability, you can see he's got good execution. And... You know, Liverpool will be looking for a player who can act as backup, and if they can get a younger player like Williams able to operate at that level, then, then that'll be fantastic. Obviously, at Brighton, it was it was a struggle, and you could see that in his decision making for the penalty. That's a sign of a player who who's really reacting on, with rash decision making and on in, instinct, really, and not a coldness about his game and a calmness. So it'll be a massive for him tonight. And even when you look at him, you know, he still looks like a very young player, even in his, you know, his, his, his physique, he, he looks that academy player. And it'll only help him once, you know, that physical majority comes into his game. And if he can get through this period, contributing positively, 
then I think his confidence will then go back up because let's be perfectly straight about it. He's not playing for Liverpool at the age he is if he hasn't got he hasn't got the ability. So the next part may be the mental aspect of the game. But no, really good performance. Well, results for Liverpool in the end, and probably one of the most important of the season. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.